0: Three, two, one. That's right. You're listening to the It's My Time Podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present of everyday people. Yes, indeed. Yes, and, 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 and now, here's your host, the one, the only, Asher Chua.
1: Hey, welcome to the podcast, Mike. Hey, what's going on man? It's good to have you. Good to be here. Man. So catch me up. What, what's, um, the year 2022 been like for you so far? It's almost been 10, 10 years since we've seen each other.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, right around 10 years since, uh, I, yeah. Last time actually seeing each other since graduation in uh, 2022, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I enjoyed my, or at least the start of 2022 so far, uh, work has been well uh off to a, a new um job here recently um ended 2021 starting a new uh, job opportunity so uh it's about six seven months into that now um i had a uh, big travel um a big trip planned. i went to dubai oh,
2: nice. um
0: here recently probably like two two weeks ago um went over there hung out uh probably about four or five days. Um just you no know, one to get away. Uh this is my second trip to to, to Dubai. And this time, you know, just wanted to ex- get a different um experience than doing uh more touristy attractions over there. So uh I had a layover in France, uh had an opportunity to go uh lead the airport and you know finally get to see the Eiffel Tower uh mm-hmm. for the first time. So uh definitely plan to on going back there for uh, a full trip. Uh but yeah, so far so good, I would say, for the year 2022. Um, I'm excited for the summertime. Um, you know, ever since COVID started in 2020, you know, it's been uh weird times here uh, socially. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been an adjustment for the whole world. So uh, but I'm I'm pretty excited for this summer, you know, with things kind of you know, getting back to normal just a little more uh, gotcha. than recent recent the past recent uh two years i would say
1: how'd, how'd you decide on dubai
0: uh so yep, yeah, one of my best friends he's uh in the navy and he is stationed in bahrain on an assignment right now a temporary assignment probably uh roughly 18-month assignment mm-hmm. and uh you know bahrain is i believe a neighboring country of the uae mm-hmm. And uh with it being such uh, a short distance for him, it was just like pretty ideal for us to plan a, a fella's trip there, you know, at least while he's there. And that's what we did, you know. Um and uh, you know, the rest is history. Um it is it's history now because it, you know, it happened a yeah. few weeks back and uh, we had a we had a ball.
1: That's what's up, man. It- it's funny. Um, I haven't made it out to the middle, the uh, Middle East yet. But I think, like you're saying, being in a new place now, I see we we've got a similar background, and uh, yeah, just. <laughs> but also, like making a, a recent trip, I got to go to Belize for the second time uh, oh. last month, and that nice. that's also a neat place. Kind of getting a chance to do some of the the touristy things, but also like even with uh, some of the excursions getting just right. like a taxi ride and riding with somebody locally i, I thought right. that's that was pretty neat and just being able to see it like i think the last time was maybe four years ago but being able to one just say okay i'm, I'm gonna go to some place i've never been before and now like i'm gonna go um with a different group and they're gonna plan it out and make it like a little bigger just have a a bit a little different of an experience. It's good yeah. to see that you're exploring a different part of the world.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely uh highly encourage the uh more authentic of experience when you visit a country, uh but uh, experience it from the eyes of a, a local, I would say. Mm. Um it's definitely a little more enriching of an experience for me.
1: That's awesome. I mean, so tell me, I, I know um Well, here, I'll start here. A question that I always like to ask the guests as they come on is, who do you say you are? Who
0: do I say I am? Hmm. Interesting question. Is there a right or wrong answer? Nope. Uh, I say I am a continuing uh, work in progress. Uh, I feel like I'm an accomplished individual, uh, but still figuring things out. And getting a little more clarity on, uh, you know, my ultimate desires in life, you know what I mean, Uh, and what I want to continue to accomplish and strive for. So I would say that I am a work in progress still.
1: I like that. And I know for. you and myself, we met in college at yes. the at University of Georgia Tech. But it's like before then, where where did you come from? Like, how did things start out for you?
0: Um, how far back do we want to go? Mm. You know, the whole K through 12 experience? Sure, or just sure. College. K
1: through 12 would
0: be good. K through 12. Let's move it up a little We'll start with high school. How about yeah, that? Yeah, uh,
1: high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing. Man, those are yeah, those, yeah.
0: <laughs> historical artifacts right there, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so I grew up in the metro Atlanta area. Uh, went to a school uh, called Newton County High School. That's where I graduated from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably about 40 minutes outside of the city, uh, east, east of the city. And... Um, yeah there i kind of i would say i already had a strong interest in knowing that i would probably end up pursuing a civil engineering degree or or engineering degree in general but civil was pretty much in my in the back of my mind yeah um i already kind of you know had had it decided that i wanted to do something where i could kind of you know be creative but also um knowing that I had strengths in math and science uh want to also go into a field where I could use those strengths and um you know engineering just seemed like a a, a great fit for me um I was an athlete in college uh high school um, mm-hmm. probably was an athlete pretty much my whole life and uh football was my number one sport and in order to continue playing through college uh I, I chose to start my academic and you know collegiate career at savannah state university uh, um, and fortunately, um throughout my or before I started that program or you know attending that school, they had a I, I discovered an engineering program to where you could start at Savannah state. Mm-hmm. And end up, you know, transferring to Georgia Institute of Technology, uh, the Savannah campus or the Atlanta campus at the time, um, to you know basically uh, finish your engineering degree or you know get a second degree. It's like a uh, engineering transfer program.
2: Yeah, yeah, I they, did the same uh, thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, and I believe it was catered to uh, you know the the smaller schools throughout Georgia. To be like feeder school for uh primarily like you know minorities to be able to get into georgia tech and 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 graduate mm-hmm. so um everybody has like their authentic path into tech sometimes is you know uh straight out of high school sometimes is the path that i took uh in starting out at savannah state and transferring in uh i don't know everybody has a very unique story um I don't want to drag mine out, but you know,
2: in (laughs) summary,
0: (laughs) yeah, I chose Savannah State, uh, played football there. Um, Again, you know, I continued to try to master my my skills uh, academically in math, science, and engineering. Um, And you know, upon that, the end of my third year there, um, it was time for me to transfer into Georgia Tech. To finish up my program, my engineering program. And that's what I did. You know, I chose to go ahead and um apply and, and then get accepted. And I got accepted and then um, I transferred in and finished, you know, my last few years of college at Georgia Tech. Um pretty, pretty enriching experience, I would say. Uh
1: was it a it, pretty <laughs> easy decision for you? Like um like you said, being good at, at math and science and also playing football, was that like, was engineering was just like that natural thing? You're like, I that, that could do that versus like the popular things that other athletes might be pursuing or just other people around where you grew up.
0: Uh, for me, definitely. Uh, engineering was, was just a natural fit for me. Mm. I honestly couldn't see myself doing much anything else uh i know there's other you know top quality degrees but just uh with the skills that i had at that mm-hmm. point in life or developed at that point in life uh, i just felt that you know engineering and civil in particular was just a natural fit for me gotcha. um and i would say to this date you know it has proven to be just that and um, yeah, man, uh, that, that experience overall was uh, at Savannah State was, I mean, I had the time of my life, but I also had an enriching uh, cultural experience, mm-hmm. uh, academic experience. And then I got to enjoy, you know, athletics as well for the next few years of my life. Um, you know, I still have a love for athletics to, to this day. But uh, having to experience that on a college level was was definitely um, very fulfilling for me. Yeah. Um, So, yeah.
1: If you had to do it again the same way, would you? I probably would, man. I probably
0: would. I don't have any complaints about the path that I took. Yeah. You know, into Georgia Tech and and, you know, ultimately gaining a civil engineering degree from there. Gotcha. Uh, If I could do it all over again, I probably would take the same route.
1: I kind of have that that same feeling because i I went yeah. to what's now Kennesaw the Marietta right. okay. campus but before yeah. it was a Southern Polytechnical mm-hmm. University and just being able to come from like a smaller town for me because it was um immigrating to the states at seven going through like elementary school moving to Georgia in like two thousand to like two thousand eight then going to school like yeah. going from a a small town to like a slightly bigger school and then going to Tech really helped. And like, it it almost felt like the first few years of school were kind of like unlearning some of the, like, I don't know if I'd say like bad learning habits or just yeah. like, <laughs> like just, uh, English 101 was one of those classes where I felt like I gained, a whole lot more out of four semesters of my first college English class than I did of four years of like high school, where it's just someone constantly telling you like, you should have already, you should have already learned this. And it's like, no, okay, here's, here's what we're going to teach you. Like, here's the way that you can yeah. write. Here's a way that you can critically think, express yourself. And like, by the time I got to the bigger school, it wasn't so much about Um, Like you were you were expected to know this stuff like you would your senior year of high school. But like having gone through the school that kind of took the time to do that with the smaller classes where it's not like you get you get into the big pond and you just like wide eyed like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Like, where am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to be doing?
0: Yeah, that 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 sounds like uh, pretty beneficial for your transition. It's yeah. a school like Tech, man, you, you got to come there ready. You, as you know, you have to come into a school like Tech ready to go and hit the yeah. ground running. So,
1: well, yeah. The thing also that I found interesting is like coming from a smaller town was that, um, what is it? I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to say this, but like, like we talked about with the year 2020 and and what how tensions have been in recent years. And just the conversation I've heard people having either from like college campuses or people talk about um, quote unquote representation. Like I never thought about things in a way that like the transfer program was a way for minorities to get in. I, I looked at it as in like, okay, if you, if you're not able to get in through high school like here's another way to get in once you're through college but also for me it was it was a nice change being able to see other black people in engineering or like other black people finding interest in things and it it kind of did away with a lot of um stereotypes so to speak because it's like the way i i talk if somebody was were to hear me over the phone And then they meet me in person. They'd be like, oh, I didn't think you were. But then it's like if they heard like the first time I remember meeting you and it's like meeting you and Maya being paired up in like the Yale stamp program. And we were in a minority group, but it was like, how was it? We weren't, I don't think we were ever throughout college, whether it was at the smaller college or at tech, I never felt like I was a token per se or to say okay you're you're just here for representation that that wasn't a thing to me maybe i'm i'm not remembering things right but it it it's um i i found it helpful to meet other people that may have been slightly different like you just being different from myself but also like knowing okay like just because this person speaks differently or dresses differently like they still they're willing to do the work and not only do the work but excel at it so like just for me being able to have like a small small i don't know if it's like a small town mentality or just like being able to go from one place to another and just knowing in my head it's like yeah i don't i don't have to believe everything that everyone tells me but like meeting other people that. Are either look like me or are more capable than me it was was a breath of fresh air where I was like okay yeah like <laughs> like to <laughs> any to any maybe I don't know if you to <laughs> if you want to say anything to that I don't
0: know it's just like the feeling of belonging or uh, the you know the sense of maybe confidence you know yeah it helps build confidence seeing other uh, minorities or other people that look like you yeah. With the same desires but may speak differently you know uh dress differently come from various backgrounds you know what mm-hmm. i mean uh um different dialects i mean you name it yeah but you know the black and, but are still a part of the black and brown community yeah you know? so and very highly intelligent
1: mm-hmm. uh, you
0: know and and fully capable of excelling in this in this field right you know, so that yeah, seeing being a part of uh, groups like that in college, I would say, or just seeing um, you know people like that throughout college was definitely um, uh, beneficial. Mm. You know, uh, full circle. You know, all the way around for for myself. And yeah, now it's the same as uh, sounds the same for you. Did
1: you ever try to do um, Nesby? Uh,
0: yeah, I believe I was a member of Nesby throughout. My time, uh, yeah, Savannah State and uh, uh, Georgia Tech. I did NSB, uh I think I was a member for NSBE initially that first year at Tech. Gotcha. Uh, that last year, I was just like, all right, let me just focus on school and what Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say I was a member the last year, but definitely the, the incoming year, uh, my, my incoming year of, uh, what was that, 2011? Yeah. Is, then, you know as a as you know, I was also a member of LSAMP. So it was, right, right. I was trying to juggle a lot of hats there for a while.
1: Yeah. So. It, it's funny because I, I I'd heard of LSAMP or um uh, not LSAMP, but well, of course I heard of LSAMP, joined it at the smaller college and then at tech and similar thing, kind of having to pull back. But I think I only I tried to join Nesby my last semester of college. Yeah. And I was, I was kind of saddened, but at the same time, I kind of reached out because I was like, I want you're always encouraged to, to be more than just a student, to be like multifaceted, to explore your options and, and just be more than just like another name on a piece of paper for a resume or, or things like that. And it just, it always makes me laugh. When I remember going to my first um, Nesvi meeting, I walk in, And everybody's getting things set up and things like that. And somebody looked over and they're just like, you go here. It's like, we we (laughs) lost one. What's going on? It's like, hey, come over here. (laughs) And I was like, it's just that um, it felt very, just very welcoming and um, heartfelt. But the similar thing when you're definitely just trying to wrap things up, it's like, well, I'd like to participate here or go to this conference or go to that, but like sometimes you just got to buckle down and shut things down, although they may be good.
0: Yeah. 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 You know, man, that trying to close out your tenure at tech, man, you got to have a tunnel vision. Yeah. So I'm finished strong.
1: So, I mean, uh, what did you, how was life for you
0: after tech? Uh, life for me after college. Um, man, I've, I've had a, extensive uh career thus far i would say um I has been i graduated fall 2013 um oh yeah we, we are 2022 yeah man i
1: um i think we did 2022 or wait yeah 23rd
0: I, uh, I graduated uh fall 13
1: i think we both did december right yeah 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 december yeah same class same
0: class <laughs> yeah so yeah, since then um, you know, I went on and 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 went into employment with my current uh not current employer, but uh an employer that I had an internship with prior to mm. graduating tech, uh Norfolk Southern. Mm. Um I got an opportunity there as a facility manager um down at the uh Atlanta headquarters. Uh that was an interesting experience, you know being a civil engineer and you know initially having desires of wanting to do more like building and design and construction mm-hmm. um going into like the operational side of uh facilities uh facility you know was an iterative experience you know it's is 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 365 you know 24/7 any you know oversight of 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 what I Particularly wanted to do, um, or initially wanted to do in college. I wanted to do more so like actually constructing a building mm-hmm. or any type of specific infrastructure, bridges, and 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 I mean you name it. So, yeah. I mean, so the operational side was a different experience for me, but I, I thought it was a great opportunity coming out of college. You know, um, I networked my way uh, around, you know, through my my internship and yeah i I tried that um and ultimately my passions led me back into like i would say project management more so the project management side of Mm -hmm. uh, the construction industry uh so yeah i I did that for a year and ended up transitioning into uh flooring design design and construction so i was a flooring project manager there okay uh, for a short time before i ultimately transitioned um uh to dc yeah i, I think after that opportunity I, I moved to dc i was in atlanta for probably uh working in the atlanta area probably for about roughly like two years two years and some change uh after i graduated college right uh and i got my biggest opportunity uh since graduating college in the construction management industry um and that's what led me to Washington DC. An opportunity came up and I decided to take it. Mm-hmm. And ever since then I've essentially been working in the field of construction management. Uh, you know, I had a, I was working for the my employer at the time, Heary International. Mm-hmm. Uh we eventually were acquired by uh a, a company called CBRE. Mm-hmm. Um and ended up changing the name to CBRE Heary. So I did that for a number of years, uh probably about six, six years, roughly. Yeah, right there at six years. And um yeah, man, I think I found my my niche uh and, and my fit uh in this industry and being a construction manager. You know, I got a lot of experience um in building design and construction. I worked under some great project managers, learned a lot. Um you know, I got a lot of responsibility handed down to me. I was able to uh, attain multiple uh, you know, renowned certifications, uh, project management professional, uh certified construction manager, lead AP. Um yeah, man, I've ever since i moved here and, and started working in the field of construction management, I've I've excelled, you know, uh all the way around in my career. Um so Ultimately, I think I found my niche in, in construction project management, and uh, yeah, man, that's that's kind of where I'm at in life right now. Continuing that down that path yeah. until you know some other endeavor may or may not come up, but if not, you know, I I truly have a passion for what I do, and and it shows. And you know, I'm just continuing to figure out and be a work in progress on, on ultimately where I want to take my career.
1: Yeah. What's been what's been some of your favorite things about like just being in construction management or like you, what, are, yeah, what are some of the, the best things you have to look forward to?
0: So uh, one of the big things I would say is, you know, working with people, you, you know, you work with people from various backgrounds and, you know, being a construction manager, uh, you're seen as a leader on a project. Mm-hmm. And you have to know how to uh you know talk to the CEO in the office, but also talk to, you know, the carpenter out in the field, uh, on this on on their level. Um, so you kind of you wear many different hats yeah. and you have to know how to communicate uh, very well on each level of management, all the way out to, you know, the field operations. So um that is something that I think I have a, a strong skill in or have developed a strong um, um, skill in. And um, also, you know, I'm pretty big planner in my personal life, you know, I like planning things out and, you know, hoping things go according to plan. Yeah. Uh, so in construction management, you have to be able to foresee a lot of things that should occur or how they're supposed to occur. And also plan for you know specific risks that may occur um, mm. if if things don't go according to the plan. So uh that aspect of it is pretty big for me. I enjoy that part of it. Um, you know, um the cost management, you know, I'm I take a strong interest in in, in you know figuring out all the numbers mm-hmm. for a project. Um yeah, man, I, I think yeah, those probably might be the big three things I enjoy about my 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 career thus far you know working with people yeah plan, planning things out um and also you know being financially savvy for you know being able to manage a budget i mean there's other things that I, I truly enjoy but i would definitely be uh have to summarize those summarize it up to those three being my you know my top things
1: that's what's up uh... So, I mean, with, with that, have you been able to um, enjoy your time more so outside of work as much as you do at work? Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely one of those guys that likes to work hard, but also play hard. You know, mm-hmm. I love to travel, um, hang out with friends. Um, I'm really into fitness, I would say. You know, um, I like to ride, you know, uh, my bike, you know, road bike. Mm-hmm. Um I really got into cycling uh, during the pandemic or throughout the pandemic. Mm. Uh, yeah, strength training, uh, I like to run. So I'm kind of like uh I have a lot of, you know, fitness um activities that I like to participate in. Yeah. Uh social activities and again, you know, traveling that's pretty big for me um Covid kind of you know uh, slowed things down as far as like my international mm. uh, travel interests. So uh, I'm trying to get that back on now, starting this year. Uh, yeah, and you know kicked it off with Dubai. So yeah, uh, outside of work, I definitely, I definitely uh, make it a priority to truly enjoy you know some of the things in life that I I, I
1: love to do. That's what's up, man. <laughs> I guess it. I was gonna say how how did you um deal with the pandemic kind of as as things were going on and like as things have kind of progressed till now where it's it's starting to open back up
0: man i mean you, you had to, uh <laughs> you had to adapt <laughs> i believe i did you know yeah. uh i started uh, honestly it it helped me find other interests that i've never really thought about. And um I would say like going to the park. I mean, that mm. something as simple as that. Like yeah. just going to a park, laying out on a on a on a beach towel or something, listening to some music. Yeah. And you know, maybe have a glass of wine or a picnic going there, you know, a simple something as simple as that that you, you know, you kind of take for granted.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, the pandemic showed us that especially myself, like, Those type of uh, activities are very fun and and are truly enriching experience. Um, I started to go on hikes a little more. Yeah. Uh, Never like being the avid hiker, but I actually enjoy it. You know, cause I'm already (laughs) like, I would say I'm pretty in tune with nature. I love nature, I love being outside. And yeah, that experience of hiking is definitely up there on my list now. Like I I love to go on different trails and whatnot. Um, So, yeah, I've adapted to, again, you know, I told you I I ride uh, a road bike now, Mm -hmm. you know, I try to get out there Uh, this year. I'm definitely going to get back into it. it's it's pretty hard to stay consistent with it. But, yeah, I I definitely got into cycling. Um, So, yeah, I just learned how to adapt and um, uh, experience other things that, you know, COVID kind of took away um and me and my, my friends i would say you know just learn to socialize i would say not less but just in a different manner at least initially so yeah
1: and it it's interesting because it, it's like talking to some people i remember like wanting to do things outside of work like i mentioned um starting the podcast was one thing and then yeah. something else that i started to look into is maybe like real estate or um behavioral coaching because like psychology was something that i was interested in before and just (laughs) i went from like not having not doing anything after work before or not being as sociable to being like extremely sociable so it's like went just zero to (laughs) a (laughs) hundred and then it's like Once you kind of realize everything's just stacking up one on top of the other on top of the other, like I went from like recording a whole bunch of podcast episodes the fall of twenty nineteen, yeah. and then I was getting ready to. I went to a conference to learn how to to do this um, the disc assessment that people use in corporate or just to be able to understand your your personality traits uh, how they say. Um they split it in like four categories or whatnot. But I I learned the the highlights of it and being able to like give this test that you would take normally and give it to somebody else and being able to coach them through it to say, here's how you would do that all the while, like come January. Um going to a conference for that, putting out an episode every week or recording, and then going to do um to a real estate conference all before traveling overseas to work in Puerto Rico. And then everything just shuts down. And I I was just like, well, uh, (laughs) I guess this is a, this is a good time to just stop everything. But um, it is interesting. Like, like you said, just being able to appreciate the small things because it's like when you're, when you're, not allowed to do something, I guess you you either find an alternative for something else you can do or you could just be like, uh, eh, I'll just play online or something like that and just yeah. watch the time kind of go by.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Interesting,
1: man. So I mean, um, how how do you like the the new spot now?
0: The new spot?
1: Yeah. Where where you're uh, currently at.
0: Oh oh, yeah, Maryland Environmental Service. Uh, I actually truly enjoy it. Uh, I'm a senior project manager now, uh, which is a role that I, I feel like I thrive in because it it puts you in the driver's seat and, and, and gives you the ultimate responsibility of a project or multiple projects mm-hmm. from, you know, conception all the way to close out. Um, and I went more so from building design and construction so more so been a part of the environmental and, and, and civil design um, industry or civil engineering and, and and construction industry so uh i work more so on um industrial facilities such as uh steam plants um uh water treatment facilities uh landfills yeah uh, material cycle facilities so while my 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 uh experience in the in the construction industry has been very. My experience in the construction industry has been very beneficial for this transition because I understand how a, a project is supposed to be uh, administered, you know, throughout mm-hmm. its life cycle. Right. Um, and it's pretty much the same, even though I'm in a different industry. I would say more so in the <laughs> environmental services industry. Right. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely enjoy it. It's been a, a learning curve initially. Uh, you know trying to learn how a landfill is operated mm-hmm. and 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 how it functions it's like a little city you know yeah. uh, something i never would have noticed before uh and it's a pretty pretty rare like opportunity you know a lot of people are not familiar with landfills and 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 whatnot so um this has been a very very um i would say a very very like uh, what type of experience would I say? Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty new or eye word. opening? <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, very eye opening experience for myself. Um, and it definitely keeps you on your toes, man, because you have to continue to uh enhance your 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 technical skills mm. and 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 but those core skills, you know, just knowing how to uh you know socialize or mm-hmm. or communicate with people from various backgrounds is can take you a long way in, a, in, a, in a advance um um your experience in any in industry or any job true you know what i mean it, it it's it's invaluable you know what i mean just knowing how to network and 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 continuing to develop yourself to be a very valuable person um, on the team so
1: that's what's up. That, yeah, have you always enjoyed being in, in a leadership role, like a management type like that? Um, because I, I asked that because I, I like from observing like a boss or someone that's usually in a management role where it's like sometimes you're hurting cats or or like <laughs> you're you're having to maintain the budget, you're having to um keep track of what's going on for the project and just kind of have a foresight at the same time. Yeah. Is that something you've always enjoyed?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I do enjoy it. I I enjoy being in the driver's seat, uh, wearing many hats, uh, being the ultimate decision maker and and leader. Um, I think that's something that I I thrive in Mm -hmm. uh, just naturally as a, a person. Um, and, you know, I would say, uh, being an athlete has helped me to develop, you know, the confidence to take on those type of roles. So though it's, it overlaps, you know, as mm. far as like being able to transition to different roles and also just transition into the leadership of an organization. Um, so yeah, I, I truly do enjoy being in that role.
1: Um- What's your what's your favorite part about like either coming into a new organization or like welcoming someone in, into like a new group?
0: Hmm. So coming into a new organization, uh, I mean, you honestly have the biggest opportunity to, to leave a lasting impression. What is it? First impression is 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 what, what's the saying about the uh, first impression?
1: You, you only make one one. You can only make one. F- like, yeah um, we both got it. It
0: <laughs> but no, like i mean it's just like a clean slate yeah i would say and uh the opportunities feel like they're limitless initially mm-hmm. you know what i mean so and and you can really uh coming into a new role is i don't know it's just very like uh motivating because it's just like a fresh start you know what i mean a reset button um yeah. And you just feel like you have a lot of room for impact within mm-hmm. that 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 uh, situation um and bringing on somebody into that situation um yeah, I've been a part of like several interview panels with my current employers thus mm-hmm. far, and bringing on somebody being on that side of the table is a very interesting thing to experience, so yeah, I would say that's. I enjoyed that part of it, too, um, yeah. because you want to you, you're able to uh, firsthand see people, somebody from a different background, different thought process, different credentials. But you're allowed to evaluate what value they they could bring to your organization. Mm-hmm. And and everybody has value, um, I would say. And it's just like bringing in somebody uh f- you know with different experience uh culture cultural experiences uh you know uh i don't know that that i would say that's a pretty interesting experience and and i actually enjoy it um yeah. because it's, it's um, it allows you to be a part of that team building um and ultimately when they come on and have success that that's you know the fulfilling part of it
1: yeah it's it's like a a reflection on yourself right
0: yeah exactly like you knew this could happen and they live up to the potential or exceed it Mm. um it's pretty fulfilling so
1: that's what's up yeah it's funny um when you talk about being on the like the interview panel i I remember i think it might have been my first job right out of college and we had like a a two-year rotation program where you spend like Maybe four to six months at one office, like a few months on a job site, Mm -hmm. um, some other months in another office and you rotate around. So the first time I was in like an official, unofficial engineering office, um, we went to lunch with someone that was, I don't know if he, I think he would have been like a new hire. So it's like having, like you see the person come in and they go, through they sit with like this manager they tell them about their department you kind of watch the demeanor and by the time we we take them to lunch i guess we're there to kind of um interact with the person as new hires and also you have like a new hire you have someone that's been there a little bit longer like they're closer to their age so maybe they they can let their guard down and just communicate with you and it was interesting just going and i could see at the time, I wasn't maybe like in the best headspace, kind of had that, like, <laughs> I'm here to do a job, but I think I remember how to do a job. It's It's been like a year and a half since I've been out of school. I've been on a construction site doing some operational stuff, like getting stuff to the site and been at a fabrication shop doing like administrative work, detective work, trying to track down materials and signatures and personnel if they're there or not and then you're back over here remembering how to do um basic moment equations and then (laughs) you're going out to lunch with somebody and it's like one like the person the person didn't seem very interested or enthusiastic about the opportunity and it's like you you kind of i would i heard that after like a debrief session once they um the Was that you get back and i think the person does the rest of the rounds but then they bring everybody together that interacted with the person to kind of like give feedback i was like oh that's kind of neat and like as people were giving different criticism i was almost taking the criticism personally i was like oh man if i have a bad day am i am i gonna get the boot or what's gonna happen but it's like um I think I, I said that to, to say, it's it's interesting being on the other side, but at the same time, it it almost teaches me then and now not to kind of get caught up in what other people are doing. It's like, sometimes if you try and empathize too much, you can kind of miss miss the point of what it is like your role, what you're supposed to be doing. It's like yeah. in going out to lunch with this new hire. I almost put myself in the position of being the new hire, but it's like, no, you're, you're here to evaluate them and there's nothing wrong with being like, okay, this person matches like the, the mold that we're trying to fit because otherwise if you can't say they, they don't match that, then you're going to bring them in. They do bad. And now you're going to be looking around being like, right. Okay. Right. Why did you make this decision? But yeah. ultimately it wasn't my decision to me to make I got you it's just a a interesting uh experience
0: yeah yeah it
1: is (laughs) did you have any any stories like that or any any interesting stories just over the years of um running into people either at work that you work with or like maybe um how would you say well (laughs) I guess the the short question is: Have have you had any stories similar to that, or any just fun stories? Uh, Either for, work or non work related. Um, uh, what
0: would I say? Uh, yeah, about that. I I I just started being a part of the, like the interview process, uh, for the first time in my career. Mm. So yeah, I haven't like had any like interesting stories to the de- develop that have developed yet. I'm sure they'll come about. Uh, I haven't been much of a, a recruiter, I would say, for like the past companies that i worked for gotcha. kind of trying to handle that on their own. Uh, I do like um, I do like the network, you know, within the company, uh, especially with amongst like the, the younger generation. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, people just uh, when they take on other opportunities, I mean, you just never know on your way up the ladder who you're going to meet or come back in contact with with again in the future. So I just like to make sure that I maintain those relationships, I would say, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: throughout my generation, the the ones that are uh, younger than us and, you know, just the older generation so yeah um yeah not many interesting like stories like the way you just talked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just yet uh so uh we'll, we'll see what happens
1: <laughs> yeah true it's <laughs> funny <laughs> that that one just just kind of popped into my head because there's like yeah. um i don't know like <clears throat> some some things i guess you don't think about it in the moment and then it yeah, it, it yeah. comes back to you later but i remember um like something that's work related non work related i I remember like going up I think this was in around the Chicago area, and just being up there when it was like you're right at the end of winter time and I was like i i, I don't know if i if I want to go up there from Louisiana to Chicago, but um <laughs> just getting back into the habit of saying like okay let let's work out, and even before going up there like going to a gym outside of college because like at tech you have like that huge yeah, gym yeah. Uh-huh. like the facilities there everything's nice but then um <laughs> like the first the first month or two right out of school i went to like my first meathead gym where like you have people in there grunting and, and everything like throwing <laughs> down the weights and it's like um like that part of it did, didn't seem to be too bad it's it just every every week or every now and then you just had this one guy that was in there and he would just talk about how he was going to work out but would almost not work out he'd like sit in the bench just be like yeah i'm getting ready to do this yeah i'm I'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna do this and do that it's (laughs) like you just sit there on the phone for like 30 minutes and like
0: (laughs) still warming up huh (laughs)
1: right right and then you get the the same uh not the same person but um, usually it's, it's like, you, you know, you work out or like you'll, you'll work out with a partner, somebody will, will spot you, but I guess it just been a while because I, I didn't play any sports in college, but I, I play them in high school. I did like weight training in high school. Yeah. And you know, when you go and you do the, um, you're in the squat rack and you're doing the back squats yeah. and usually somebody would, would spot you like either on the outside or just underneath the bar. And I guess I was going, I went down and I was on my way up, but I guess I wasn't coming up quick enough. And somebody that decided to work in with us just decided to help me up. And I was like, (laughs) I put the weight up and I just felt like violated. I was like, I was like, thanks. Like what is going on here? Yeah. (laughs) But man, it's, it's good to uh, it. I, it's good to appreciate the the stories, just the everything that happens in between from here to there, and um, just you never yeah you never know what you're gonna experience. But it's just a reminder to kind of walk out the door and see what's out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I agree with you.
1: <laughs> so what? Yeah what's um what's the rest of the the year looking like for you what what's something like you're you're looking forward to or like planning another big trip
0: uh the rest of the year it's kind of up in the air um i got my family reunion coming up here next month in june mm. it's like the next big trip for me uh it's a, it'll be in baton rouge louisiana
2: Ooh, i remember um, that
0: Yeah, man. So uh, I got a a number of family members there and and we decided to host they decided to host our, uh, you know, biannual um, band reunion there uh, Mm -hmm. this this time around. So um, other than that, I mean, I don't believe I have any big trips planned at the moment. California might be a a destination of mine later this summer. Mm really want to take the summer to really get back to enjoying the uh the dc region again mm-hmm. um you know the pandemic has kind of you know come down just a little bit uh with restrictions and whatnot so i really want to enjoy the, the things that um um uh, you know you know various activities around the, yeah. the region here and and just get out and do some different things that I, I haven't been able to do for the past couple of years. Um, other than that, um, yeah, man, I, I can't say I have anything major, may, any major plans this year. Um, um, just probably planning to, uh, put some things together for next year. I would say,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, I mean, we kind of already coming up on half the year now. So, uh, um, yeah. I'm just taking it one day at a time and, and, enjoying life as it comes try to enjoy it every single day
1: that's what's up
0: yeah man what about yourself
1: a little bit of, of that um really doing it's funny i i feel like the weekends i just look forward to to podcasting like this catching up a bit but mm-hmm. i guess as i lined up a couple to do I, um i'm doing my best to enjoy enjoy it day to day and not um not not try to plan too much because it's like i i can obsess a little bit but really just enjoying this year and um spending time on things i want to do whether it's recording or like i, I might need to fix my bike and and just start biking <laughs> around the neighborhood a little bit cuz i i keep saying it but it's like it's either going to be that or um, order that, uh, what do you call it? It's the, the mobile thing that you put on the back tire to be able to ride your bike inside.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, I don't know what the, that piece of equipment is actually called. Uh, I've seen it on Instagram one time
1: I found, Um, I found one on Amazon, but I, I was like, uh, won't order it just yet, but I thought (laughs) I, I thought I fixed my back tire and then I tried getting on it and it it just seems like it won't hold any air, but the main thing for me is just like doing, doing some workouts daily and just moving around a bit, because I guess what I was saying about the gym earlier and kind of like now it's like, you sit a little bit longer during the winter times. Like you put on a bit of weight, like looking in the mirror. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do a little bit of work on that. Just, just for myself just to uh be, be comfortable moving around and exploring like this this area. Actually it's rainy outside, but I keep thinking about driving out to um the city that's maybe like an hour from here. I heard it's okay. it's a good downtown area. So just kind of doing a little bit of I'd say almost like backyard exploration, like yeah. make yeah. the short trip to a city here and there, like I'm doing it for work, but being able to go into a city casually and just walk around the town, see what's there locally. Um, that that's probably how I'm gonna be spending the rest of the this year or this month.
0: Okay. Good deal, man. Interesting. Yeah. You uh so you're not like I would say local, you're local to Vad but you're not like in close proximity to the downtown area.
1: Right um now. I'm like twenty minutes from the downtown area right now.
0: Oh, okay. What? So, which city?
1: So, like, this is um,
0: big city. You were talking about what? What's the name of this one?
1: So, like, this one would be um, Thomasville. So, it's Thomasville. like okay. Valdosta right. is is uh, I keep okay. Valdosta is here because yeah. my hands are backwards. So, Thomasville would be to the left of Valdosta by like an hour. So, it's like okay. I've gone downtown to. Like downtown Valdosta around like December when they had like the Christmas tree and Christmas lights and things like that. Yeah. And I don't know. i I'm, I may do that again. I um before I came back to Georgia, like I was in the the Midwest for two years, maybe two and a half, and I decided that I was going to drive around Lake Michigan. Okay. Basically starting from Chicago, go up through Wisconsin, up through like the upper peninsula and come back down through. I was like, I've seen road trips and movies. So those seem like fun. <laughs> so I figured I'd, I'd give it a try in my uh, old Malibu. Yeah, And uh, it started out fun. I was like, I'm going to sleep in my car. That that part wasn't as fun. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Like posted up at a rest stop trying to sleep, one eye open, I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can you can rest here. But like you forget, um, I think cars are made for like shorter people. Like if you're like six foot and over, like yeah. you're not really going to sleep too well in a Malibu. But anyways, it was <laughs> like maybe it's from having driven through like 12 cities over four days and like I would pull up, park walk around, like you see a shop, you see a post office, you see yeah. like, especially during the summertime, like the water up there is super clean and things like that. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of neat. You have people hanging out fishing. And by the time I got to like the seven city, I was like, okay, I, I think I've seen it. And especially since they were all port cities that I was driving to, they're very touristy. And I was like, I'm not gonna go and like buy something from this store and buy something from that store. I was like, no, nope, no more tourist traps. Because like there is literally an island from the upper peninsula to the lower peninsula where um you can I think you can cross this bridge or you can take a ferry. On the one hand, I think no, okay, it only takes people over, it won't ferry your your car, but You basically take the ferry up until the time that it runs, you get on the island and you can ride a bike around, you can explore, but it's like a huge tourist attraction and it was, is really neat, but the alternative of just going one city, one weekend out of the month (laughs) or one city (laughs) every other weekend, I I think would work much better.
0: I got you. Sounds pretty cool.
1: Yep. But um, not to keep you too much longer, uh, are you doing anything online that you want people to be able to connect with you or like do you say,
0: say that again at the end?
1: Are, are you. Um, can people contact you or follow you online or. Uh,
0: sure. Um, I don't, I'm not really on Instagram too much. Gotcha. Uh, as lately as I've been, but uh, I guess you can find me on LinkedIn. Gotcha. Just, you know. Type I, just, <laughs> I just,
1: I just realized I asked that question really weird because it's like yeah. you weren't moving for a minute, so I thought it oh, froze. It froze. I, meant, <laughs> I meant to say, let people know where they can find you online if if you're if you want to um, if you want to connect with people either online or offline. But you you did say LinkedIn.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just uh, type in my name. It got gotcha. pretty, Uncommon name, so it should you should see my face eventually. Gotcha. <laughs> Only well, then.
1: I think I don't know if I asked you before. Your your last name is Cuckoo.
0: Yeah, yeah. Where is Cuckoo. it?
1: Nigerian or Nigerian? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely. That's what's up. So both your parents or one of your parents?
0: Uh, my my father, my father is is from Nigeria.
1: Nice. Uh, my
0: my mother was born here in America though. Gotcha. Yeah, born and raised in America.
1: Making a trip to Nigeria.
0: Yeah, yeah. One of the one of these years, <laughs> <laughs> definitely going to make that trek, man, to to go meet people uh, within my family or outside that have uh, my my, my is similar, well, my name. Gotcha. <laughs> I heard it's, uh, a lot of us over there.
1: And, That's and, what's and, up. You know, the Lagos region. Nice. So, and uh, I'll ask you that this question kind of referring to the question from the start. Are you still who you said you were, or am I still who I
0: said I was
2: mm-hmm.
0: So this is a follow up to the initial question, huh? yep, yeah, yep, yeah. I am still a work in progress, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am
1: I love it same here it It's funny, like you you mentioned, um, I'm trying to get comfortable with just giving short, succinct answer and and not trying to color around the lines just trying yeah. to be like okay if i say enough words it'll, be, it'll make <laughs> it look like i'm doing more than i'm supposed to be doing but yeah, it's, yeah. i like yeah, that yeah. being a work in progress because i i can identify with that in the same way of just just um trying to do enough um day to day to enjoy the day and not not think too far ahead, but also just leaving it open to be like, hey, if, if there's an opportunity to travel or an opportunity to like enjoy an activity that that can be fun. If you okay. if you decide to just bring an extra suitcase to Dubai, I'll, I'll just be like, oh, hey, can I can I sneak in there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Good one.
1: But it'd be nice to see. It'll it'll happen. It'll happen. One of these days.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, I hear you.
1: But great catching up with you, man.
0: Yeah, likewise, man. Um, really enjoyed talking with you throughout this podcast. Um, a lot of great questions. Thanks. Uh, hope I provided some quality uh, responses.
1: You did. Uh, yeah. It did. I think there, there's something to be said for that um, powerful calmness. It's not always like what you say, but what you say is important, but you, you don't always have to say a lot to make an impact nice yeah
0: i like that i like uh, yeah i like i like that statement but i respect you for
1: that and and much more thank you for the time and we'll do it again
0: yeah sounds good man appreciate it thank you um till next time